lately I've been having this existential crisis that like this is it like this is my one life mm-hmm. you know everyone has main character energy but like this is it you're gonna die after <laughs> happy to be here with you guys today. <laughs> I know you had bad days, so I'm just really happy we're all together. We don't get to see you every day anymore. I know. Which contributes to the bad days, <laughs> if I'm being honest. That's but I'm happy thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> I'm happy we're all together. We have Palomas and chips. I'm content. Mm-hmm. You know what I've learned in my 25th year is to love and appreciate tequila and Palomas. Mm. <laughs> So that's and all. Do not get it twisted. You need grapefruit soda. Oh my God. Not grapefruit. Yeah. Spindrift. Spindrift. That was trouble. What a harsh lesson that was to learn. I really tried to like cut corners and I didn't deserve it, you know? But yeah. these ones are delicious. Yeah. These ones are very good. Lime and all. Thanks. <laughs> extra <laughs> lime and all. These almost have about a lime and a half. <laughs> I like things extra limey. Okay. <laughs> so last week, Lella asked what you learned now that you're 25 mm-hmm. and I thought now that we're all 25 it'd be really interesting to see like from like 15 to 16 year old us to 25 now like what have we learned I guess like what's different and like what have we learned that we never thought we would or something like that and I think it'd be fun to talk about because I think we all grew up like in different areas in different ways and stuff like that so it'd be interesting to learn what we all have learned. I was just talking to my cousin about this the other day, actually. She's 13, and she said she was telling me how she, like, wishes she could have sleepovers two, three days in a row, whatever, with all of her friends, because I was like, I don't know, no, no, no. And I remember being a kid and, like, begging my mother to stay over at her neighbor's house, like, to have a sleepover over there, and she would always say no, and I never understood why, and then when I got older, I realized that they're, like, mad dysfunctional. You know, like it wasn't a good mm-hmm. situation, mm-hmm. you know, but I didn't know as a kid, like it was just, they were fun and they yeah, had they... spaghetti for dinner every day. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Like I thought it was cool. And I, and now as an adult, I'm like, I would literally never let my child ever, ever stay the night there. Well, and it's so, I think about that all the time because I was a nightmare. My mother says I wasn't, I was, I was a nightmare, mm-hmm. but I think all the time because you know, hopefully one day I have kids and I'm like, how am I going to navigate these things in a way that they don't turn out like garbage humans, (laughs) but they don't turn into serial killers. Like there's a fine line that I don't think I'm going to find. And like, they're going to be one or the other. That's going to be my fault. (laughs) They're either going to be horrible or kill people. Who knows? Like, I don't know. It's just, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, how do I tell my child? Like, how do I level with them? Like... (laughs) Hey, look at Can me. you cut the shit and maybe like meet me where I'm at? Maybe <laughs> once. What? Like, it's about you. Like, it's shocking to me. My mom was never like, "Can you just cut the shit and like figure oh. it out?" Like, hear me out. The neighbors are fucking insane. Like, okay. maybe you think they're cool, mm-hmm. but they're not. No. They you were know? nuts. They're crazy. Still crazy. Still crazy. Still dysfunctional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mom knows who I'm talking about. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of things that. 
my mom wouldn't let me do when I was a kid that I'm now so glad that I wasn't allowed to do. Yeah. Like, like wear pants with words on the butt. Like, yeah, pants with My mom wouldn't let me do that either. I, rem- I so vividly remember, like, <laughs> I was at my first job in the hair salon, and a girl walked in, and it was, like, a little girl, and her butt said, like, tasty or something disgusting. Oh, like, a little girl? How yeah, old? And it wasn't, like, juicy. Like, that was, like, it wasn't normal. Juicy it was something her, yeah. weird. Like, it was, like, something really bizarre. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Honestly, it was gross. Off-brand juicy. And then I remember telling my <laughs> boss. <laughs> 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 I remember telling my boss, I was like, I am so glad my mom didn't let me wear things like that. And mm-hmm. she was like, oh my God, tell her that. I was like, I, she was like, literally, she was like, I need you to call your mom right now and tell her that. And I did. And it made I her love, really good. I'm sure it, she did. Yeah. I'm th- I think a lot of things that my parents let me do that I'm thankful they didn't choose that battle. Now that we're getting older, I've met people that are older than us, but their children are younger than us. They're probably like, I don't know, 12, 13. And they pick really bizarre battles to fight Mm -hmm. with their children. Like, you absolutely cannot dye your hair. You cannot know anything about, like, alcohol. You can't know anything about sex. Like, my parents were always very honest with me. They didn't let me, like, run fucking rampant through the streets. Mm -hmm. But they were like, you want to dye your hair? It grows back. Yeah. You want to try this wine? Okay, you want to try gin? You're going to hate it because you're 12, but you can try it if you want. (laughs) And, like, they were very honest about things in a way that you, like, it wasn't, like, a forbidden thing that you want to learn about in, like, a taboo way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm always very thankful for that because I could have been a nightmare. Yeah. I was always allowed to dye my hair. I had black hair at one point. How my mother, how I convinced my mother to let me dye my hair the darkest shade of black I could find is beyond me. Of course it was from the box. Splat. But, um, I had splat hair dye once. I think it was like blue or purple. I had pink on the ends of my hair. I don't think <gasps> I ever Same. did splat. Cute. It was so cute. Mm-hmm. But that like, was when I scrunched it and wore a bump. Remember that A face? bump it? A bump. I didn't wear a bump, bump it. it. I just took the no, front bang. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I just pushed it back and then bumped it up with some clips. Because mm-hmm. I was a cute bitch. All right, let me find a picture. Continue to tell your story. <laughs> um, but I always, like, my mom, I wore outrageous makeup when I started wearing it, but she never stopped letting me. Like, I was able to have my nails whoever I wanted. I would, like, buy the clothes. I, I mean, I wasn't walking out of the house and, like... A bra and hot pants or whatever. Hot pants. <laughs> the fuck are hot pants? <laughs> They're really short shorts that are basically underwear. I've only heard them called that ever. Hot pants. Hot pants. Yeah. But like she never was like, hey, go change. Booty yeah, shorts. Booty shorts. Booty shorts. Hot, hot pants are like leather like pants yeah. to me. Well, I wasn't wearing them. Like they're pants, you know? Yeah. But continue. <laughs> I don't remember what I was saying. Your mom let you like wear makeup. Oh yeah, she let me just like kind of do what I wanted with like expressing myself and never. And then there was people who their parents were like, "You are not wearing makeup ever." And then once they started wearing it, they wore it so heavy that it's like, Mm -hmm. "Oh, she just let her wear it when she was 13." You know. I'm gonna get on my soapbox for a minute. I think there's a definitive difference that you can tell in children if their parents had children because they wanted to have mini me's. That they could like control every aspect of their life or they wanted to have children that they could like nurture and grow and like they would be their own people mm-hmm. if that makes sense mm-hmm. like my parents never like forced me to do anything that they want that they thought i should do yeah mm-hmm. and i've like even in skating like i met a lot of parents that like or no sorry i met a lot of skaters who skated for their parents i was like i can't imagine living my life for my mom 
Like, that makes me want to throw up. Like, that's so weird. Yeah. You have, like, 50 years to live your life. <laughs> I'm sorry you fucked it up, but it's not my job to live yours. It's not your fucking kid's job to fix that. Right. You like validated and better by yourself. That's disgusting. It really is. My mom never let me wear, like, a ton of, like, black eyeliner, which I'm grateful for. Because in, like, <laughs> photos with other people and they have, like, thick black eyeliner on, like, I'm glad that I don't. She took me to a makeup class, actually. Like, a little, like... Really? Yeah, it was, like, a class with, like, I think my... I don't know if it was, like, Girl Scouts. I don't know what it was. But it was, like, a bunch of me and my friends were, like, at this little makeup class at this little salon in town. And they gave us these little, like, books that, like, had everything you need in it. It was really cute. I love that. so nice. Yeah. So then I didn't look, like, totally insane. Like, I learned how to actually do it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I looked insane for sure. (laughs) Me too. I wore black eyeliner. I used to say my best friend through, like, elementary school through high school was this guy guy named Shane. And I remember for his birthday, I think, I don't know, we were in college. I posted, like, a picture. I was like, thank you for loving me through everything especially my way too much eyeliner phase (laughs) because it really was it was just so like I would wear foundation Mm -hmm. and then just like a heavy like a heavy line you know what I mean Mm -hmm. it wasn't cute but it wasn't (laughs) like bad I used to wear glitter glitter Victoria's Secret like this is little baby Emily with purple hair and very thick black eyeliner. Oh my god. I love the purple yeah. hair. Eyeliner. But Victoria's Secret used to sell this like liquid glitter eyeliner. And oh my I god, that it... sounds like, I don't know, pink eye waiting. <laughs> oh, I had it in every color. and I Every was... color? How many colors did it come in? It was I glitter. Usually, I mostly wore silver. Sure. It would be silver. Because you're like, a classy bitch. The whole eyelid was silver glitter. No joke. So you would wear every like eyeshadow? Day. Every day, I'd wear it like eyeshadow. Oh my god, I love that about you. It was. <laughs> Bring it back. Do we dress up like our te- preteen selves for Halloween? Oh my god. For a long. But time. I wore black eyeliner on my waterline like it was my job. Mm. I thought I looked so weird without it, but it was also at the same phase in my in my adolescence where I thought I looked weird without a headband on. Like if my hair was up, I had to have a headband. I on. had that phase. Well, granted, I had two separate phases because one phase I cut my own hair, so I had to wear a headband because I was mortified. Sure. And then there was the second phase where I had gone from like the band to like one of the little plastic ones, Mm. and I Mm -hmm. always felt like I needed a little plastic one on my head. (laughs) And now I just can't imagine how ridiculous that would look. I had a purple headband that I wore religiously and then i bought a headband it was you'd like it it was purple sequins and i have a picture of it i'll find it but <laughs> i wore that when i had like softball games and golf matches and stuff i'd wear that to match the uniform do you guys remember the little bows like from hot topic we had lots of people wear little bows did you guys have that i mean yeah but i didn't really wore them i didn't wear them but like a lot of people I wore arm sleeves though. Do you remember the arm sleeve trend? I Were they fishnets? You I probably had a fishnet pair. I never did that. She was the most emo out of all of us with her converse and fishnet. Obviously. What can I say? <laughs> it's like Basically a... Kat Von D of the <laughs> sixth grade. <laughs> you walked in, pushed up your 3D glasses with the lenses knocked out and you're like, I'm I mean, ready I was for blind. the day. I actually had glasses. Me too. Mm. You're wearing them right now, honey. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> I forget. I wear my contacts a lot, and I'll go, like, if I'm driving, I'm like, I can't see real good. And then I'll, like, push them up, and I'm like, I'm not wearing them. I just can't see. Mm. That's a bummer. It That's is. Dangerous. The worst advice I think I've been given mm. in my life mm-hmm. that I used to, like, vehemently believe. Like, mm-hmm. I would probably have gotten this tatted on me at some point. <laughs> <laughs> on a scale of zero tatted. to tatted, I would have gotten it tatted She's on She's at me. an eight. Solid eight. I would say nine and a half. I was one one night of too many shots away from getting this tattooed on my forearm. (laughs) One bad decision. She's like the back of my neck. You wouldn't even be able to see it. (laughs) My lip. (laughs) She shows up to work with a tramp stamp. (laughs) Be you. (laughs) No, it was... Fake it till you make oh, it. Oh, I was going to say that. That's the worst of it. It's so positive in the moment. It's like, you know uh-huh. what? Like, you'll figure it out. Like, mm-hmm. everyone feels like they don't know what they're doing at, at first. Just kind of, you know, fake it till you make it. That is the worst advice I think anyone has ever given me because what it led me to do was fake it till I made it. I never asked for help. I mm-hmm. never asked questions. Mm-hmm. I just like said, okay, and figured it out later. And maybe sometimes that helps. But for the most part, all I can say is that it, like, voided any opportunity to be a rookie in anything or to mm-hmm. be, like, mentored in anything. Because everyone just thinks, like, oh, they fail to figure it out. They'll be fine. Like, no one ever assumed, like, okay, they'll fuck up and we'll help them figure it out. Like, it was like, well, Emily, she fakes it until she makes it, so she'll be fine. <laughs> and it's like, I don't I still what the fuck I'm doing I'm still faking it until hopefully I make it one day and nobody is helping me and I wonder if it's just like has everyone been told that because I wouldn't want to go to a doctor's office where the doctor who's treating me was just like you know what fake it till you make it and then they don't know what's going on like who's who's told this this? and this is a very can you fake it all the way through medical school? I'm sure you could. I'm taking it through grad school currently. You think yeah, you're making it? <laughs> we have midterms next week because I haven't done most of the meetings. I was telling people, <laughs> several people today, because oh, anyone ever asked this, is how's school going? And I said, well, you know, midterms are this weekend. We'll do this Sunday or whatever. And I said, this will be the true test if I actually know what I'm doing or if it's just been like a lie. Mm-hmm. But I do, and this was a recent realization I came to about fake it till you make it, because that was advice I gave people. And if mm-hmm. you're listening to me and I gave you that <laughs> advice, I'm sorry. Take it back. Don't take act. It back. Don't act like you know what you're doing if you don't. Yeah. Sometimes it helps. In my experience, most of the time it doesn't, yeah. because all people do is expect more from you because you never asked for help and you never asked a question. And there's a lot of instances where I saw something that was maybe like fucked up or like sideways, and I had an opportunity to ask a question about it. But I didn't, and now I'm t- in too deep. Mm-hmm. I can't be like, hey, you know, two years when I got here, someone did some shady shit, and they've, that's just been growing and festering <laughs> for two years, and I don't have an outlet, so I'm going to tell you. Like, there's no way, there's no appropriate way to handle it. Uh-huh. And that's all. So ask questions. Act No, don't act stupid. But if you have a question, ask it, mm-hmm. and people should help you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, only having... One opportunity at anything is not enough of an opportunity to know what the fuck you're doing. This makes us a little apprehensive about the podcast name. <laughs> you know what? I fart but It's true. Or is it more validation that everyone is faking it? Because it took to, what, week 30 for me to be like, hey. I'm faking it. I'm faking it. And everyone told me to. And it's kind of 
fucking me up. Mm-hmm. But I'm yeah. still going to keep faking it because I don't want to get yeah. fired and kicked out of my house. <laughs> so I'm just going to keep faking it because it's gotten me this far. What am I going to do now? Be yeah. like, actually, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> Can someone throw me a landline? Can I like, call my mom? From Cash Cab and get some help. Hey, I'm kind of scared. I'm tired of faking it until I make it. I just um, like to make it already. Mom, can you help me? Can you pick me up? I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> Kids are drinking alcohol. I need you to pick me up. <laughs> what about you guys? It's the worst advice you've been given. I was going to say the one you said, so now I have to think a little bit. Because I feel like that is some of the worst advice you could give someone. Is, did that like always occur to you or is that a recent thing? Because I thought that was good advice. Yeah. Like, you know, fake it till you make it. You'll figure it out eventually. Yeah. When I started working after college and like that was the advice I was given in a field I'd never been in. I was like, all right, I'll do that. And then I needed to be the best. I was like, you know what? I'll figure it out. I will never ask questions. And I was like, huh, I'm, str- I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. And then you realize that people want like to help you, you know, you don't have to fake well, it because you can that. When learn. You fake it till you make it. I think people just assume that you're a know-it-all bitch. Yeah. And they just think differently of you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Maybe that's just my experience. No, I think it's a really bad attitude to have. And I think it, it makes, it probably makes you feel better. Like as a person thinking that you're like independent and whatever, but like mm-hmm. makes other people see you like. Not in a very good light. Yeah. Because, like, you can't... You can only fake it so much. Like, people can see through you. You know? People know oh, you yeah. don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Everyone's doing it. Everyone's making <laughs> it. So, figure it out. Ask for help. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to your friends. Yeah. And it's like, I guess... I mean, you can fake it in some situations. Like, I don't know if it's something you have to get through until you can, like, ask someone you can actually trust for advice or something. But, like, well, it's like I don't know. I'm like, just... But, like, people that are, like, real dumb. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like those stupid. people mm-hmm. genuinely need to, like, pretend they know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Yeah, or else you they're know? not going to, like, survive daily life. Exactly. I don't know. It's like that interview with Rihanna where someone asked her, if when you... On the days that you don't feel, like, badass bitch Rihanna... Like, what do you do? And she's like, I fucking pretend. It's rather <laughs> better either that or be fucking miserable. Like, yeah. what am I going to do? That's true. And it's so hard. I pretend to be Rihanna. I... I'll pretend to be Rihanna. I don't care. <laughs> but I feel like I've blocked a lot of the bad advice out because I just knew it was bad. That like, I can't remember it. Like, one time, mm. and I don't know if this was advice, they were like, you should cut your hair really short. And we all know how that ended out. <laughs> Never trust anyone who says, Isn't it gonna look really cute? Super short. They're liars. It's a lot, yeah. 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 One time someone told me that I should wear my glasses less. I said, Well, I'm blind, so maybe not. <laughs> what? Um, I think the exact word was, You look just look, you just look a lot better without your glasses. Maybe stop wearing them as much. And I was like, Well, I need to bizarre. see. Yeah. People who don't spend their money on anything. Like, I understand saving money, and I understand mm-hmm. being responsible, but, like, you also are going to be dead soon, so, like, you need to do things that make you happy, like, and if buying, like, little stuff makes you happy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how to explain that it, took No, like, that took me a long time, because I was always that person, and you can ask Carl, too, who, I'm like, well, I can't buy that, because I need to save my money. Like, I'm not saying, like, you know, gamble all your money away, but, like... <laughs> Do things that make you happy, like travel and do things well, that you like. I also saw this thing that it was like, people don't realize that like bargaining is never going to like make you a billionaire. 
like bargaining and budgeting is going to save you money and you're going to live within your means, but it's never going to accumulate so much wealth that you become a millionaire. True. That's a hard reality for some people because they think like if I just like budget and save all my money and don't mm-hmm. take any vacation days, like, no, you're just going to be a miserable bitch for like yeah. 40 years. Like that's not the way to live your life, honey. This is all you got. Yeah. Some of the best advice, use your vacation days. Absolutely. And like find your people and go all the way with them. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, take them with you wherever you go. I feel like that was really good advice that I've been given. It's like, a company doesn't owe you anything. Mm-hmm. You're not going to, like, a company is not going to be loyal to you. But, like, the people within the company who you love and trust, those people will be loyal to you. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, take them with you. Don't be loyal to a company. Be loyal to a person. Yeah. I agree. I, agree. I like that. Mm-hmm. Well, this is, like, kind of, I don't know. It's kind of, like, cheesy sounding, but... I have always subscribed to the belief that I know I'm a lot. Like, I know I'm loud and obnoxious and, like, I can probably be annoying to some people. But, like, I'm good with how I am. And if you don't like me how I am, that's fine. We don't have to be friends. And that's, Mm -hmm. like, a hard thing to, like, deal with when you're, like, 12 or 14 and you try to fit into a box of whatever anyone wants you to be. And as I got older, I was just like, you know what? I'm fucking loud and opinionated. Mm -hmm. And most people aren't going to like that or they're going to like it up to a certain extent and then they're going to stop liking me. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. And that's what's crazy is I was going to say the same thing is I was going to say like, especially now in my like mid-20s, I've learned I'm not for everyone. And that's okay because everyone's not for me either. And there are people that I don't want to be around and there are people who don't want to be around me. And that's okay. I like who I am. I've been this way my entire life. I'm not going to change it to fit into a a different group of people. And that's just, it is what it is. Well, and I feel like when you're younger, everyone wants everyone to be happy and have friends and be liked. And that's like the end all be all because you're a baby and you don't know anything else about the world. And then as you get older, like it's normal not to like people. Mm -hmm. You You can't treat them like shit. You have to still probably respect them on some level. But you don't have to like almost anybody. Mm-hmm. And there have been times where people have been like, I feel like you don't like this person. I'm like, I don't like them. <laughs> Thank you for noticing. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm 100% sure there are people in this environment or in this room right now that don't like me. Not I'm this okay with not it right yet. Now. Let's well, specify no, right here. now in this. <laughs> this in room this, is a safe place. In this podcast studio, there's nobody that doesn't like me. <laughs> But you know what I mean. Like in yeah. any room, in any environment, I'm sure there are is least one person that doesn't like me. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. But you have to be, you have to know that people aren't going to like you. Mm-hmm. There's going to be something yeah. about you that people don't like. And, and that's think, okay. I think it gets like vilified in some way. And it's like, it's okay yeah. to not like people. And it's okay to not be liked. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck decided your worth was decided on how many people liked you? The fuck? I don't give a shit how many yeah. people like me. <laughs> No, I get it. And I feel like really strong personalities like yours, I think people who are really insecure and maybe like want to be more like you, they can very, very easily be like, you know what? Fuck you for being like that when I can't. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like, really? I don't... A very nice thing to say about somebody. <laughs> no, <laughs> the best real. compliment. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I if, if someone is not confident, and it's hard. It's not an easy thing to be confident in who you are because yeah. everybody is like ugly and weird and gross in their own ways. <laughs> Whether it's like intellect, personality, appearance, like everyone has their things. However, if you have gotten to some point in your life where I'm interacting with you and you're not confident in who you are, you don't have your own opinions based entirely on your own thoughts and beliefs, I don't fuck with you. Like, I just can't. 
I just can't have a conversation with you or be your friend yeah. or like anything. Like I remember having conversations with people who had a completely different opinion when they were talking to me. And then if someone else asked them about it, they had a different opinion. Mm-hmm. And that's just is so weird to me. Like, I hope you don't think I care what your opinion is. If you have a leg to stand on or you like actually like have an opinion about something strongly, fucking live your life. Like, I don't care. But you have to be that or else like, what the fuck? Like, what are you chest. doing? You got to say it with your chest. If you, if you stand for nothing, you're going to fall for anything. That was one of my MySpace profile picture quotes. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> The other best <laughs> advice I have heard in your mid-20s, you have to play the game a little bit. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have to be the quiet, I suck at that. You have to be yeah. the quiet person or you have to look You have to look the part. I fucking hate that too. Mm-hmm. Or you have to just like not agree with things, but you have to, you have to do the part. And sometimes yeah. the gig fucking sucks. But that's the gig and you signed up for the gig and you have to play your part and it fucking sucks. But like sometimes when you're 25, that's all you fucking got. You got the gig and you gotta figure it out. Exactly. Playing the part is different than faking it. Yeah. Like faking it is like pretending you know what's going on and like that's fucked up. But like having stupid fucking small talk situations with people that you hate, that's different. That's playing the game. That's just like getting through things like a means to an end. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I have said numerous times. Emma has the ability she to does. cordially fake to people <laughs> in small, not in any meaningful way. Like, you're not yeah. going to be someone's maid of honor or anything, but you are able to have small talk with them in a way that is respectful and kind. I don't have that. Like, I'm no, so, me either. I'm so, it's not that I'm rude, but I just don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. if I don't like you, I don't care. I, I, get it from, I get it from my mom. I remember Daddy, I, I saw Emma talking to someone who I know like they don't like us and we didn't like them and we all knew it but she was having a conversation I was like how dare Emma be friends with her (laughs) I was like in the moment I was like Emma likes her what and I was like so confused because it looked like such like a um intentional like meaningful interaction I was so impressed with you I was like oh we like her now I was very confused. And it is. Like, that's the difference between playing the part and being and faking fake. it. Yeah. Because yeah. Emma would not necessarily invite people, like... To her house for dinner. To her house or out to drinks or, like, pretend like they're yeah. their best friends in the fucking mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. But she'd be cordial to them. And that is something I'm trying so desperately to beat into my brain. But it's so hard. <laughs> and I can't do it. Like, there's just... So, I don't have the filter in my being where if I want to punch you in the face... Mm-hmm. I don't act like that. Like, and I, <laughs> I still want to punch those people in the face. That's I the know. problem. And the thing is, listeners don't understand. I We know the same people. We're yeah. talking about the same people <laughs> that treat us the same way. Mm-hmm. And you are able to ask them what they did over the weekend and ask about their personal lives. And I want to stab them in the eye with a ballpoint pen. And it's amazing that you're able to hide that and act cordial to them. I think I, like, black out. Like, honestly, I don't... I I remember things about people I give a shit about. But, like, when I'm talking no, to people I, I don't you. care about, blacked out. Yeah. Honestly. And then, like, they'll casually mention it again. They're like, remember I told you? I'm like, oh, my God, yes, of course. I have no idea. <laughs> so the, the best advice I could give someone that to be better than me at 25 (laughs) is to be cordially fake Mm -hmm. to be able to detach yourself enough Mm -hmm. to give a shit 
about your annoying co-worker's personal life. Yeah. Because all it will do is benefit you. You mm-hmm. don't have to give a shit, though. You have to pretend. You pretend, shit. yeah. You just have to act like you give a shit. You have to make them feel like you care. Heard, validated. You have to <clears throat> This sounds fake manipulating, it. <laughs> but it's not. No, because everyone's doing it. You know what I mean? Honestly, I can't count on using, like, known mathematical equations, how many people are fake in our ongoing lives. Just interacting with other people mm-hmm. and, like, interacting with them and they act like this is genuine. But it's not. Mm-hmm. We all know it's not. The best advice I've gotten... Let me set the scene. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> True Shelby Colbert story. <laughs> Let me After... set the scene. I was 12. It was 77 degrees outside. No, I think I've told you... Make a note of this. I think I told you the best advice I've gotten. Um, after our wedding, we our wedding... And like dinner and everything was outside. You really only had to go into the house we rented to use the bathroom. But I went into change. Thank God you gave your guests the luxury of indoor plumbing. <laughs> imagine <laughs> we weren't friends at this time, so we don't know. But imagine if we were invited to Shelby's wedding and she was like, Yeah. Here's a porta potty. Piss in the woods. I would have been like, bitch, I'm not coming. Like you wanna give me a gift and you can't give me a toilet? No, I'm not coming. It's my biggest regret that you guys weren't there. Um, well, it would have been weird then. <laughs> I mean, yeah, then, then it would have been yeah. weird. Now it would be offensive if yeah. we weren't there. No, you'll be there. Anyway, um, and I went in to change out of my dress because it was getting chilly. Sure. I'm setting the scene. But there was a card on my pillow. She's, she's explaining it to me because I'm looking at her like she's insane. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a card on my pillow from my mom, and I still scared. have it. And anytime I think about reading it, I cry. But like the last line in the card is love Carl with everything you have, but love yourself more. And that I think is like one of the best. Like I want to cry just thinking about it. You're very teary. I want the listeners Am I? To know. A little bit. A little oh my glossy. God. All right. I don't know. I lost well, my train Well, it's like that Grey's Anatomy thing where Christina Yang is leaving. Spoiler, <laughs> I guess, if you're fucking living under a rock. Christina Yang is leaving and Meredith Grey and McDreamy are together. And she says, Christina Yang says, he is very dreamy, but he is not the son mm-hmm. you are. Referring to Meredith Grey. Which is true. Like, you cannot live your entire life revolving metaphorically or literally around another person. Yeah. Man, mm-hmm. female, or otherwise. You have to live your life for yourself. Mm-hmm. I just think about it a lot. And I like was looking for something in my nightstand and I keep the card in there and I came across, I couldn't even open it without crying. And I like read it again. I was like, oh, she's right. <laughs> and it just like, I think about it at least once a day. So this is a t- total side note, but I have had my sisters and my best friend Danae and Carolyn's toast for their wedding. Not that they necessarily want me to say one at their wedding, which is fine, <laughs> but I have had a toast for their wedding written for years. Like I've always known what I wanted to say. And I add to it sometimes if like something meaningful happens in their lives that I want to talk about. And Danae is getting married. So now I like have to tell her my toast. And she's like, <laughs> I'm counting down. And now there's like a lot of pressure. I'm like, what if she thinks that's horrible? Like, what if she's like, this is what you've worked on for years? <laughs> you can make a it toast at my wedding if you want. I feel like I need yeah. to start one for the people I love. But yeah. it's just like, it's just like for Katie, I've had Katie's toast in my mind since she was probably 12. Like, just, like, little things that she's done where I'm, like, I think Your anxiety about is insane. <laughs> <laughs> Mine? Absolutely. It's off the charts. But then, like... You're like, this is going to be happening in 30 years. I must be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, I want it to be genuine. 
anyone. I want it to be like real. And like Carolyn and Danae have been my friends, like my best friends for like seven years. So I've just like, you know, little things accumulate and Mm -hmm. I want it to be genuine. I don't want to be like phoning it in, you know? Yeah. I like that. Anyway, so like no pressure onto me, but I'm really freaking out about it. (laughs) (laughs) I really take it very seriously. Yeah. If anyone asks, ever asks me to speak on behalf of them. <laughs> I am very influenced by my family and like things that they say and things they want me to do. And like, I don't want to ever make anyone upset or sad or like piss anyone off or let anyone down. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to ever make anyone upset. So it's been something I've been trying to learn is to do things for myself and not for anyone else. And like doing things that I want to do mm-hmm. and like... Making like knowing that I can make my own decisions by myself and not having to get like a thousand different opinions to like feel validated and make sure I'm like making the right choice or whatever. Like if it feels good to you, do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, I love I like that. that. Yeah, and it's definitely true. Like you, at the end of the day, you die alone. <laughs> <laughs> The title of this episode, you're gonna die alone. <laughs> it's true. If you're not happy with your decisions. What the fuck was the point? And I feel like lately I've been having this existential crisis that like this is it. Like this is my one life. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone has main character energy, but like this is it. You're going to die after this. <laughs> it's hard though to like remember to like live for yourself, which is like stupid and it's like easy to say, but like, I don't know. It can make you feel like comforted and validated and like it's easier to blame problems that you have on other people when you get a lot of advice from other people it's like well everyone told me to do it this is what yes. everyone wanted me to do mm-hmm. but like at the end of the day you need to make your own fucking decisions and you need to own your own fucking mistakes like sometimes you're gonna fuck up and it's gonna be your fault and i think it's better to learn from it that way instead of fucking blaming everyone else for your problems you know yes and yes. like honestly at the end of the day if you're not confident in your gut feeling enough or your intelligence enough to make a decision that affects only you realistically. What the fuck are you doing? How'd you get this far? Like, how did you get this far in life that like you need to call 70 people and ask their opinion? Mm-hmm. Like, is this what you want to do? Is this what makes you happy? Like I might do shit that makes me feel like bad or sad or guilty, but if I'm happy at the end of the day, I did what I was supposed to do mm-hmm. on this one day that I'm going to have. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hi, what are you doing? What What advice would you give your 25-year-old self? Or your favorite 25-year-old niece? And that you should do what the fuck you want. Preach! Love that. I love it. Try right yeah. on brand. Yeah, I think that's the magic of getting older is you just don't give a shit. <laughs> so that's the most freeing thing in the world i love that yeah there you go wow you were really quick with that like why the fuck do you think that everyone else matters so much like why the fuck does anyone ever think that other people can control their lives like how come like we all felt it but like why did it happen i I don't don't understand it sucks it's like a force it's like a force that's give like put upon you in development that they're like Life is terrible and it's everybody else telling you what to do. And mm-hmm. it's horrible. Live your own life. Like, what's the worst thing that's going to happen to you? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Just In 100 like, years, we're all going to be nice. Be nice and do what you want to do. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't yeah, know. do whatever the fuck you want as long as you're not hurting anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Happy yeah. hour? Happy hour. <gasps> happy hour. I love happy hour. Me too. It's happy hour, bitches. So Hayden and I restarted 
Well, let me be honest. Hayden restarted Peaky Blinders without me, which would be on grounds for termination. But he only watched one episode. So Peaky Blinders is super fucking good. If you haven't watched it, I highly recommend it. I haven't. I have You have never watched no, it? No, but Carl yeah. has. It's so good. Guys, you, okay, listen. They really fall off in the last couple seasons, but the first, I'm going to say confidently, first season, excellent. Second season, pretty great. Third season, <laughs> pretty good. After that, they kind of fall off, but the first couple seasons are so good. It's on my list. Just Carl started it without me, so I was like, eh, you watch it, and I just haven't made it. It's so good. Also, I need the two of you to watch all of the John Mulaney specials so that people understand my references. Because Hayden doesn't think John Mulaney's funny, which is not only rude, it's incorrect. And also grounds for termination. And also grounds for (laughs) termination. I don't know. What if I don't like it? I'm nervous. You'll like it because it's funny. I don't know. It's fucking funny. (laughs) Knife to my throat. You'll like it. I have a hard time with stand-up comedy. Honestly. Okay, well, I don't want to hype it up too much for you because I feel like when people hype things too much up for me, I don't mm-hmm. like it on principle. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've heard it's a funny. lot of people say a lot of good things about yeah. it. So, have you heard I'll the John Mulaney and Pete Davidson theory? I mean, they're best friends. What's the theory? I saw they this. They do stand up specials together. I don't know where I saw it. Maybe on Reddit. And it was <laughs> that somehow. They switch lives, and that's why John Mulaney went back to rehab, and why Pete Davidson started like on a good path, and something happened, and they could switch back. And I was like, I'm no, into this. <laughs> I've never heard that. Although it's funny because my sister went to John Mulaney's first—I don't know if it was his first first live show since rehab or like his first tour since rehab, but Katie went to it in Boston, and he says. Like, everyone's going to think I started doing drugs again because of Pete Davidson. And that is not true. <laughs> I'm going to try to find, like, that theory for you because I read the entire thing. And I was like, huh, I don't really know either of them, but I get it. People no, come they're up really with good the friends. insane shit. Like, conspiracy theories? Avril Lavigne is dead. You can't look wild. me in my eyes and tell me Avril oh, Lavigne is not dead. She is for Puccini? sure. He's a different man than he was before prison? I've never heard that Who? one. Who? I've never heard You've that. You've never conspiracy? heard that? Wait, wait, wait. Which one? Those? Gucci Mane. Oh, I've heard that. For those that don't know, Gucci Mane is like the cornerstone of my relationship foundation with Hayden. Yeah. So I have never heard that Gucci Mane went into prison one... Have you not heard the... No, I have. The former, though, that Gucci Mane is the cornerstone of my and Hayden's relationship? Oh, no, I knew that. Oh. But yeah, I didn't know. Don't say former to her. She doesn't understand what you're talking about. No, I get it now. He went into prison one man and came out another. That's what people yes. say, which is crazy because of the ice cream tattoo on his face. I was going to say, a second person got the ice cream tattoo? Yeah, it's like some sort of theory. And like, it's like why he came guy. out like skinny and they like zoomed in on his all his tattoos and how different they looked mm-hmm. and like how know. they his weren't exact. His biography talks a lot about detox. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a conspiracy His autobiography talks a lot about detox. Okay, it's when Pete Davidson and John Mulaney switched clothes for a show and like, yeah. they ended up switching... Like personalized in places, spirits. apparently. Freaky Friday. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Um, Bubby and Riley stayed the night over the weekend, and I got to introduce them to the Halloween Town movies. They've never seen the Halloween Town oh movies. God. The Youth no. of America. They've never seen the Halloween. So we watched Halloween Town one and two, and then I was like, "Let's take a break from Halloween Town and let's watch Hocus Pocus," because Riley had never seen Hocus Pocus. What? She fell asleep in the middle of it. And I was like, I woke up like, this is my favorite part. (laughs) (laughs) And I saw her falling asleep. So I said, here's my favorite part. 
Billy the zombie tells her to go to hell. And she says, I've been there. It's quite nice. Thank you. It's the best part. Go back to sleep. I like Hocus Pocus a lot. My mom doesn't like it. I, but I like Nightmare Before Christmas, and a lot of people don't like that movie. Do you think it's a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? I think it's both. You can watch it all the time. Oh you know, my, my favorite movie of all time that I think could be... It's not a Halloween movie, but I think you could watch it during this time. What? Drop Dead Fred. Have you ever heard of that movie? No. no. It's so good. It's about this girl. It's probably in like the 80s. I think it's on... I own it, but it's on, I think, like, Amazon Prime or something. But it's about a girl who's had an imaginary friend when she was little named Drop Dead Fred. And now she's, like, grown up and getting divorced and Drop Dead Fred has come back. <sighs> and it's so good. It's, like, my favorite movie. What that and know? Earth Girls Are Easy, if you've ever seen that movie. I haven't, but I my favorite movie, like, Halloween movie is Coraline. I like Coraline. I love Coraline. I haven't seen Coraline in so long. I have it on DVD. I like Coraline a lot. I'll bring it next time. It's my one of my favorite movies. It's probably top five. Really? Of like my all-time favorite movies. <gasps> That's Fred. <laughs> That's Fred. <laughs> That's Fred. I've never seen this before. That's so I funny. love Drop Dead Fred. And Earth Girls Are Easy has what's his name from Jurassic Park and like the apartments.com commercials. Um mm-hmm. He's in... No one knows um, how to say his name. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think people know how to say his name, but I just can't remember it. Who? Look up Earth Girls Are Easy. I can either rent or Jeff Goldblum. Who doesn't know how to say his name? He said that people don't know if it's Bloom or Blum. He goes, people call me Jeff Goldblum. People call me Jeff Goldblum. No. But he's like, he's never corrected anyone. No, it's so good. I love Earth Girls Are Easy. That's like when Ariana Grande... Called herself Ariana yeah. Grandy. Yeah. And everyone, and everyone was, was like, like what the fuck? And when Rihanna said it's Rihanna. And we're like, yeah. Everyone world calls her Rihanna. She calls herself Rihanna. It makes no sense. I think Whatever. the whole world stopped. I also own this movie. It's excellent. Stop what movie? Okay. Earth Girls Are Easy. Oh. So can we have a day where we can watch? Corey and I started watching You Together. You? The mm-hmm. show? I had never watched it. I've it's never watched wa- it. You've never watched uh-uh. it? The first season is so good. I cannot imagine. The second season wasn't as good to me, and I can't imagine mm. the third, third season will be as good to me. Mm. No, we really like it so far. I mean, we're only like a few episodes in, but I'm very excited to keep season? watching it. Yeah. So, it's crazy. The first season is so good. Wait, Emily, did you finish Squid Games? I never even started it. Emma started it. I started it. I know you said you hadn't watched it, and you finished it, right? Yes, I did. I started it. Fuck me up big time. Dude. Okay, so I'm an episode and a half in. I fell asleep. But I... The first episode, Red Light, Green Light, I was like, <gasps> like, I, I didn't, I, I felt like I went in with an open head and still what happened mm-hmm. took me by surprise. It, the, it, it they tell you what will happen. And I still no, was shocked. No it only gets so, so, so much fucking worse. You have absolutely no I know, idea. I've heard. And I'm, that's why we haven't watched anymore because I'm really, like, I fell asleep. And I'm like scared of what comes <laughs> next. I, me and weeds mm. in high school. Mm-hmm. I started I it and then it so freaked me out and I had to stop watching it. I was having it. panic attacks and crying to my, oh my high school gosh. boyfriend about it. Oh my gosh. And I had to stop and finish it in college. I need you mm. to watch Squid Games so that it's we can go through it together. Good. Can I watch it when Hayden's out of town or will it freak me out? Like that. It's yeah. not realistic at all. Emma changed my fucking life with the whole, did you know? Let me backtrack. <laughs> so I only ever buy wine one to two bottles at a time. Like I buy as much wine as I'm going to drink that week. Okay. 
Emma always has a very impressive amount of wine in her house at any given time. And I was like, God, I'm so inspired by the amount of wine you always have in your house. And she's like, well, I just buy wine like four bottles for 10% off. What? If you could hear the glass shattering in my brain, that's what happened. (laughs) And I was like, really? So then immediately leaving work the day she told me this, I went to Kroger, Mm -hmm. which is another grocery store. And the wine that I drink, it's not my favorite wine, but it's like my backup. Like it's what I always get was like $5 off. So like something happened, but I'm not going to ask. So Oyster Bay was $5 off. (laughs) And then it was buy four, get 10% off. Mm -hmm. Emma Lynn Razgan saved me $24 on four bottles of wine. It's... 10% 10% off you buy four or more. Changed it's like my goddamn life. I almost called her. She was still at work. Because I left really early that day. She was still at work and I almost <laughs> called her and was like, not to be dramatic, <laughs> but this might be the best thing to happen to me in this entire year is how much money I saved That's so on funny. I love that. It was amazing. I never even thought about it before. And Emma... It's very small. It's like very fine print on those little tags if it's going on. Well, and I always thought naively, I'm going to buy more wine than I'm going to drink. <laughs> As if that's possible. <laughs> and... Which is really, it's really just not. Because even if you don't drink a lot of wine, if you buy it, you're going to have it. Mm-hmm. Someone yeah. else can drink it. You know what I mean? Someone will come over or yeah. whatever. And yeah. I just never took advantage of this opportunity until Emma Razigan shone a light on it in my life. So, <laughs> so everyone, buy your wine That's in bulk. what's new with me. Um, buy your wine in bulk. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're going to go have more Palomas? Absolutely. Maybe with some are. tahini. Oh, should we sprinkle it in there? <laughs> I fucking love to hear. All right, we gotta go. Okay, bye. bye. You're not taking me to no secondary locations. It's from the. I've heard that before, though. Okay, from the stand-up. It's really funny. Katie will get it, and my mom will get it, and I'll think it's funny, and that's all that matters. <laughs> so this was on Decades Day for Spirit Week. So I didn't normally dress like this, but there's the headband. I, I didn't, didn't normally. <laughs> dress. Honestly, I wouldn't know any better. I'll call him. <laughs> Mom, sorry, only one visitor and Bubby's coming. <laughs> Did I just hurt Corey? <laughs> oh, oh! It's 2K season, baby. That's baby, baby. get it. Let's go. Let's fucking go, baby. I don't know what the fuck that means. It's a video game. There's a season <laughs> for it. Like, I it's like know. you play it, it anytime. Seems, it seems I mean, like it's literally whenever. Like, it bas- is season. basketball happening right now? I mean, no. Yeah. Is it? It's March. March Madness? Isn't no, that basketball? Basketball? Basketball. Like college basketball is March Madness. Is it? Okay, I thought March Madness. Madness is college basketball. I thought that was like all basketball. Basketball takes place in March only. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> my dad's coming Martin Luther King weekend and we're going to a Pistons game. So that's all I can tell y'all about the basketball season. Okay, I don't know anything about basketball. I'm just thinking like maybe it's, I feel like football's happening right now. How is football and basketball happening at the same time? I didn't think basketball that. season is really long. I thought really? basketball started yeah. like December. Basketball season's really long and baseball season's really Baseball long. season is forever long. Yeah. It's like all year basically. How is it a season? I t- baseball year. I don't know. That shit does not track, but whatever. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I was talking. Bitch, <laughs> get it together. The UTI you would get from wearing oh, no shorts is so unbelievable. I would rather Mm-mm. stick a fork in my eye. I don't want to look past 70. Disgusting. <laughs>
my dad says that all the time. He'll see someone like in Walmart and he's like, if I look like that, just shoot me. I know my mom says the same thing.